Dots. I'm Dr. Latif and I'm the host of the Money Fit MD podcast. This is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out. That way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout. Enjoy the episode. Hi guys, welcome to another episode on the podcast. I am so excited that we're chatting today. If you guys are new here, welcome. I'm so excited that we get to hang out together today. I am Dr. Latifat. I'm the host of this podcast. And today I am going to be talking about a really, really important topic. And guys, regardless of where you are in your journey, when it comes to your finances, this is going to be such a blessing to you. And the reason why I'm talking about this, so I'm just going to tell you what the title is. We are talking about your non-negotiables. So here's what I found to be true. When I've talked to women physicians throughout their journey of money and wealth building, what I find is that a lot of us are not defining what our negotiables are. And some of us don't even know what our non-negotiables are. And if we don't know what they are, how are we going to communicate it with others? And maybe we know what they are, but we're not even communicating. But what I find is part of what expedites our burnout in general is the fact that we're not aligning our non-negotiables with the seasons that we're in. And we're also not communicating this effectively. And there are times when we're communicating this effectively and we're taking people's no's to be final no's as if their words and their values and their opinions have to matter more than ours, right? So just to rewind and talk about what our negotiables are, our non-negotiable skills me are. So if I want you to think about like your journey to your finances, I want you to think back to maybe when you're a first year intern, when you're a resident or a fellow on an attendant, and you can see how depending on where you were in those seasons of your life, the so things that were important to you may have been different based on one season or the other. And what I find is that there are so many assumptions when it comes to growing our finances and growing our wealth, where there are things like, well, if I want to grow my wealth to like seven figures, if I want to grow my net worth, my finances, I have to do what everybody does. And I disagree completely with that. And the reason why I'm very, very verbal about the fact that I disagree with that is because when I started my journey, I thought I had to do things a certain way like everybody else was in order to achieve this result that I wanted to achieve. You know, you may have heard about things like success leaves clues, which I 100% agree with. However, what success looks like doesn't have to be how I define it for myself, even though someone else may be living their life and their own success life in that regard. Meaning that we all have different things that are important to us. We all have different ethics, different morals, different goals, different roles, different mission, different vision, different every single thing, right? And if I am trying to act exactly like you and create the exact result that you're creating in your life, that is going to lead to results that may not be in line with the things that are of value in my life, right? And when I think about it, honestly... This actually delayed my starting my finances. This delayed my starting Money Fit MD. This delayed what I defined as success because I thought that success had to look a certain way based on the examples that I was seeing around me. And if I had known then that it didn't have to be that way, I would have started earlier than I did. I mean, zero regrets because I honestly believe that regret is like useless. 
But I think it's important for us to start to define our non-negotiables, not based on what anybody else thinks, not based on what our colleagues think at work, not based on what our boss, what our partners at work think, what anybody else thinks, but really defining based on what are important things in our lives. And I'm actually going to be sharing some of my own personal non-negotiables with you guys in case it helps you on your journey to creating the finances and the wealthy life that you want. Again, be aware that this is going to be different based on what seasons you're in, and there's no right or wrong when it comes to this. It just really matters of, is this creating the result that you want to create? Is this emphasizing the things that you you think are of value to your life, of value to your souls, of value to the things that you actually are emphasizing or want to emphasize in your own life. And remembering the fact that what got you here isn't going to get you there. So what may have been important or valuable or being a negotiate non-negotiable for me in the past may not be in terms of me going from where I am now to creating what I want to create. So I'll give you some examples. I know that a lot of times we talk about like money, we talk about debt, we talk about building assets. And sometimes people think that it means that they have to like <laughs> do the crazy stuff. So I'm chuckling a little bit because I actually remembered a story. <laughs> I remembered a story that one of my uncles what well, wasn't really a story it was an experience that I had and you know everybody can feel however way they feel about Michael Jackson whether you like like his music or not whether you're you know believe some of the things that he did was wrong or not which I have my opinions about that I'm a hundred percent against like molesting and all that stuff um one of the conversations that I had with my uncle, this was like years and years ago when I first moved to the United States and I didn't even know about some of those allegations was we were driving and my uncle was asking us about like, what would you do for a million dollars? And he was coming up with some of the most ridiculous things ever. And one of the things, I may share this clip with him actually so that he can enjoy this episode as well and me telling you guys about his business. So one of the questions that he asked was, would you kiss Michael Jackson's nose for a million dollars? Right. And so I crack up now thinking about it. It feels like a lifetime ago, but you know, we were, I was in the car with my siblings and some of us said, yes, some of us said no. Right. So nobody's non-negotiables are going to be the same. I'm a freaking GI doctor. And people talk about the fact that I deal with poop all day, which is not always the truth. And one of the most common questions I get from my patients where was, why would anybody do this for them? Doing a colonoscopy and staring at colons all day was like not something they would want. But for me, I'm like, shoot, whatever. Like this stuff doesn't bother me a bit. I'm I'm here for my wise. I'm serving my patients this way. I'm taking care of them, decreasing colon cancer, improving quality of life, and all this other stuff. So no one negotiable is like right or wrong. It just really matters what's important to your life. So there are some non-negotiables that I've had from the get-go. And this was based on the things that were important to me. This was based on the fact that I wanted to spend time with my family. I wanted to discipline myself to plant seeds and learn how to create income without necessarily exchanging time for money one-to-one ratio. And so even when I had student debt, even when I was learning the basics of finances, like even when I was trying to pay off my debt, even when I was trying to find out how I was going to get my down payment to invest in properties, I had some non-negotiables, 
So one of them was I decided that I was not going to take extra call. That was just a decision that I made because I felt like my time was valuable and it was just something that I chose. I wanted to spend time with my kids. I was already working a lot as a GI doctor, and I just did not think that working additional hours was going to help with the things that was important to me. And I also had a thought that it was going to expedite my burnout, and I did not want that. I wanted to serve my patients well during the times that I was serving them, and I wanted to make sure that I was resting and spending times in ways that improved the wealth of my life. So I was not going to take extra extra calls. So whenever the time or competition came up, I didn't even consider it. So it wasn't even worth me wasting my mental energy in terms of taking extra calls. I mean, yes, there were times when the emergency happened and, you know, maybe a colleague was sick and we all chipped in and that's completely different. But I was not taking extra calls because it was not worth it to me. I was not going to miss my Friday dates with my husband, except for when I was on call. So even when I started Money Fit MD, even when I was taking coaching clients one-on-one, I blocked it out like it was an appointment. And because of that, I was able to spend the time with my spouse, right? The times when I didn't at the very beginning were because it wasn't on my calendar. But when it started showing up on my calendar, I was like, this is something that I'm committing to. So missing this was a non-negotiable, like it was not something that I was going to negotiate on at all. It was blocked on my calendar and that was it for me, right? I was not going to work on my birthday or on my kids or my husband's birthday. That was a non-negotiable. I don't, I did not care. Like I literally blocked those days out like a year in advance. My call schedule was scheduled around that because that was just a non-negotiable for me, right? Some of this may not have increased cash, but they increased the wealth of my life. They improved my sense of wellness. They helped me feel like I had some sort of balance in my life. And if you're someone that's growing your net worth to seven figures and beyond, this is something that you are going to have to decide what your non-negotiables are. The other thing was I was not going to compromise on my ethics when it came to like investing in real estate and how we invested in real estate. I may have shared with you some of you guys that we have long-term rental, we have short-term rentals, and now we do, you know, we do have a medium-term rental. But what we were choosing to do was like we were intentional about buying short-term rentals in places that actually had clear regulations. And again, I'm not here to judge anybody. We're all very different and we just get to decide for ourselves. But for us, we decided that we wanted to buy short-term rentals in places that had clear regulations, meaning that they had considered the economies of their local residents because, you know, anytime you're doing stuff, there's risk-benefit assessment to it. When you invest in any kind of rentals, there is impact on the environment. There's impact on the communities for good, but also for bad. Like the fact that you and I are breathing is a great thing, but we're not going to pretend like there's no adverse effect from us like breathing to things that exist in our, in our environment. So I'm not going to pretend and be self-righteous about that. No, but it's a matter of like balancing those risks and benefit and deciding for yourself what your ethics are. So when it comes to real estate, there's some ethics that we chose that we're not going to compromise on. And there are ways of building our wealth that does not require us to do that, right? So it takes creativity, it takes resourcefulness, but it's understanding that there are different ways to do those things that you're trying to accomplish and you get to decide. The key is this though, make sure that your non-negotiables is not based on what society has defined for you. Make sure that your non-negotiables are not based on what you're thought in the past that you're not reassessing based on the seasons that you're in because that is going to be different, right? So for example, my non-negotiable 
Maybe when you are paying off your debt, maybe that you may choose to work extra shifts so that you can expedite your process of paying off your debt. Like that is completely up to you. I'm not going to define that for you because only you know what is important and valuable for your life. But just understand that if you're not clearly defining your non-negotiables, number one is that you're going to have people compromising the things that you want or things that you believe, number one, but also you're going to be wasting lots of mental energy reassessing and assessing. And guys, I don't know about you, but there I don't know if this has ever happened to you. What you're literally have not done anything energy exerting like physically, but you're exhausted because your brain and your mental energy is like being being just like burned like crazy. And so when you have clear non-negotiables, you're not even assessing. It's just like boundaries. You're not assessing when these things come up, right? Someone is underpaying you my non-negotiable, I will be honest with you guys, like as a black woman in medicine, as a black woman in this world, people tend to undervalue the value that we bring to the table. People are more likely to ask you for discounted price or assume that your price is going to be less just because you're black. And that was just a non-negotiable for me. Like literally, I would, I have negotiated speaking fees and not even followed up to like demand that I get paid. Because I've done my work and I'm not saying that you do that. But the point is you get to define what your non-negotiables are. So have you defined that for yourself in the season? Are you letting other people define that for you based on what they're assuming to be important to you based on their own boundaries without considering yours? Because if you're not doing this, guys, you will burn out. You will think that money is the root of evil. You will think that it's not possible to build wealth your way. and also. It's just going to lead to you like being inauthentic. And that stuff is not part of what we talk about when it comes to building wealth here. Part of building wealth here is being authentic to what you believe to be true or not true for yourself. In fact, one of the women physicians in my program, and for those of you that don't know, we have a money coaching community called MSB for women physicians, where people come in 12 months contract with us. And the goal is to help you build wealth, for you to increase your ownership, to make sure that you either have created that seven-figure net worth, you are on chart to creating that, or the next seven figures, whatever that goal is for you. And one of the fabulous women physicians that actually joined us recently, one of her things was that she wanted to make sure that she was able to continue practicing medicine in the rural community that she's practicing in. She wants to make sure that When she's building wealth, she's not compromising her own ethics in terms of how the things that she values as someone that grew up the way that she grew up. And so the key now becomes how do we help her create her own pathway based on her own negotiables or non-negotiables? So just make sure that you understand what those are for yourself and make sure that you're verbalizing it. Because if you're not verbalizing it for people, you're not being kind to them because you're expecting them to read your mind. and that is not kind. So what are your non-negotiables? Are you clearly defining that? If you have not, this is a great thing for you to do today as you're reflecting on what you're thinking about and listening to on this podcast. And the reason why I shared mine with you is not so that you can assume that to be yours, but so that you can start to ask yourself, what are those for you in this season of your life? And then make sure that you're taking the next action, which is verbalizing this and making sure that those around you are understanding it. Does that make sense? So I hope this has been helpful for you. 
if it has been, make sure you leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And don't forget to share this on your platforms. Tag me on there, MoneyFeedMD. And of course, I love to hear from you guys. Um, if you're not in our email community already, what the heck are you doing with your life? Get in here. The way you do is you go on our website, moneyfeedmd.com. And the reason why I want you in my email community is sort of like, I think of my podcast as you and I sitting down like in this you know, big circle around the fire. But my email list is you're getting cozier and cozier. You listen to things that I don't necessarily share on my podcast. And it's literally my love note to you guys. I don't know how many times a week, sometimes once, sometimes twice, sometimes three times. I don't know. I don't keep track. <laughs> but anyways, I hope this has been of value to you. And for those of you guys that are new to my world, I'm so glad that you're choosing to listen to me today. It truly is a privilege to be in your ears. Thank you so much for all you do in the world. And thank you for being an example of what's possible, not just for me, but for every single person in our world. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. If you have loved this episode, I would love it if you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us get this content to more women physicians. This is a money revolution, and I'm so glad that you're part of it. Thank you for listening.